It's Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. And the House is moving forward with Joe Biden's impeachment. If you formalize an impeachment inquiry, that means you have massive, unlimited power in Congress. So this is a very good thing. Trump beats Biden by 10 points in battleground state. Are we looking at a suppression poll? Or is something worse going on right now when it comes to the Democrat Party? Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey joins the show after announcing his investigation into media matters. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We are so back. We are so back. Tonight, tonight, an interview with Tucker Carlson live. Are you prepared? Check this out. This is our promotional graphic for a Spaces with Tucker Carlson live tonight. I really hope that you'll join us on X. Join us on X. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's been uh, two days without a, a live show, two shows, Friday and uh, Monday, without a live show. The reason for that is I was traveling with my family. This is the Chris Christmas season. Uh, we we work with Turning Point USA, and I was at a, 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 a Mar-a-Lago for a big event, and I, I, I don't like being gone from my children during the Christmas season, and so um, it's hard to travel with three kids under three. <laughs> That's that's kind of the explanation. Also, we have so many big things that we have planned, and we're so excited about it. And the Tucker Carlson Live tonight. Again, 8 p.m., Tucker Carlson Live tonight. If you're unfamiliar with how Spaces works, it's awesome. It's Tucker Carlson Live. It's kind of like a, like a big, giant chat room, right, with a bunch of people asking questions, not at the same time. But we have big guests planned. I can't tell you who. We have massive guests planned. I can't tell you. But if you want to go live and if you want to rumble in the jungle with Tucker Carlson, you got to join us tonight. We're so excited and so, like, proud of what we're doing here, uh, bringing people together. We're really hyped about it. Free speech platform on X. It will be live. And there's much more to come from Tucker Carlson. Again, we've been busy, baby, and we're excited about the future. Okay. Here we go. Let's get started. Who is not excited about the future? Well, uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. The Speaker of the House has announced that the evidence against the Bidens will no longer be ignored. What does that mean about Kevin McCarthy? That means Kevin McCarthy was ignoring it and that the impeachment inquiry will be pursued. Now, Republicans are such silk stocking fancy pants such country club republicans oh we're gonna start the impeachment inquiry you see we're gonna have to follow all the rules the left is communists they don't follow any rules they're communists using fascistic tactics against us they've studied history learn what time it is maybe it's time to like scream this stuff from the rooftop and go in hard in the paint Ladies and gentlemen, people are people are go they're going about the very polite, uh, very inqui the inquisitor nature of Congress, and they're going to do things very formally, very formally. Unlike the left, who's like, oh, how about this? We don't like Donald Trump in the White House. We'll burn it to the ground. This is how the left functions. We'll light it on fire. This is what they actually did. The first day that Donald Trump was president, the first day. We don't have this lined up in the clip, but I'm just like, I get this. Again, the first day Donald Trump was president, Madonna says, let's go blow up the White House. She said it on camera to tens of thousands of screaming, raving, lunatic women high on Ozempic and whatever uppers or downers happen to be rattling around the bottom of their purses with their boring, purposeless, barren lives. And so the, the, it's called the Women's March. And Madonna is sitting there screaming, let's go blow up the White House. Understand the leftist mind. This is what they are thinking. If it's not giving us direct power, then we can just, we'll just blow it up. That's what she said. People cheered. She didn't go to jail. She didn't go to prison. I never heard anybody on January 6th say that. Madonna didn't go to jail, but here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Well, what does the, what is the house effectively, what, you know, what are they saying? There's a brand new, oh, you got the clip? Man, the team, team is sharp. Our team is sharp. Okay, let's go with the uh, with Madonna blowing up the wire. Why not? Why not? Here you go. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. And all the all the seals at SeaWorld clapped for their sardines. Please give me another Xanax. 
I need to like, I need, I need to, I need to, I need to deal with the stress of having Donald Trump as president. It's so bad. It's so bad. Unemployment is at record lows. Uh, black unemployment is at record lows. Everyone can afford a house. Gas is at a dollar. It's so bad. Inflation is below the Fed rate, the far targeted Fed rate. There's peace around the world. Israel isn't at war. China isn't at war. North Korea is welcoming Donald Trump to come hang out. It's so terrible. I can't deal with it. Russia hasn't invaded anyone. It's so bad. We got to get Trump out of there so everyone, everyone's life gets miserable. Really, it's it, it really is a bro. It's really a broken break. And I think that it's all breaking down. I really do. I think I think we're actually winning for the first time in my lifetime. Here we go. The Oversight Committee investigation of Joe Biden. What have they found? Since January, we've obtained and reviewed thousands of pages of financial records, text messages, emails and witness testimony to reveal that President Biden is corrupt. Here is our biggest revelations. We identified 20 shell companies created by the Biden family, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president. Look at all those shell companies. This is not a legitimate business, okay? Obviously. The Bidens and their associates raked in $24 million from China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Romania between 2015 and 2019. $24 million. I mean, those are like NFL contract. That's like NFL contract money. Look, the Biden family business. Devin Archer told us that Biden was the brand. Here's the actual testimony from Devin Archer. Devin Archer, former Hunter Biden business partner, revealed to us that Joe Biden spoke to his son's associates by speakerphone over 20 times and dined with foreign oligarchs and Burisma executives. Under threat of contempt of Congress, FBI Director Ray allowed our members to review the FD-1023, which alleged that Vice President Biden was involved in a $5 million bribery extortion scandal. Joe Biden's Delaware home address was listed at the beneficiary address for two wires from China totaling $250,000. We reveal that Joe Biden received $200,000 checks that was funneled from the Biden influence peddling schemes directly from communist China. Why do you think Joe Biden let the Chinese fly a little spy balloon over America? Well, the money's in the bank account. Proof's in the pudding. And I think Joe Biden needs a lot of pudding. We also revealed how Joe Biden uh, received $40,000 from China. We received a 2018 email where bank flagged serious concerns about China money and Hunter Biden receiving $40,000, which ultimately landed in Joe Biden's bank account. Documents from the brave IRS whistleblowers reveal that Joe Biden attended uh, meetings with China Oil, CEFC is the acronym, uh, and, well, Joe Biden extorted China. We discovered a monthly payment made to Joe Biden from Hunter Biden's business account, same company that referenced Hunter Biden's recent indictment. Call... Uh, Representative Comer called on National Archives to provide emails where the Bidens used aliases. There are tens of thousands of them. Why would you use an alias? Innocent people don't use aliases. You ever call your mom or dad and say, hello, it's codename Piggleworm. No, you don't do that. Hi, it's Mr. McSniffums. It's Pedo Pete. Like, you don't say, you don't use aliases. If you know, you know. Our investigation shows that the uh, investigators wanted to look into Joe Biden, but were thwarted at every turn by the Department of Justice and the Department of Justice cover-up. But the cover-up is now officially ending. We'll get to that in just a moment. We discovered major holes in the Biden camp's narratives regarding the classified documents found at the Penn Biden Center. The evidence we have uncovered so far reveals how Joe Biden knew, participated in, and benefited from his family cashing in on the Biden name. Around the world, we continue to follow the facts. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, what happens next? Well, what happens next is that Hunter Biden was indicted. Now, uh, we've covered this on Friday. And we covered this when it broke on Thursday. Uh, Hunter Biden got indicted, caught a case, nine charges of taxes, you know, tax felonies in California. They filed this in California. Really interesting that they would file it in California. Who's governor of California? Who do they want to replace Joe Biden on the ticket? Really, it's hard math. I don't know. The There's too many variables. I can't, can't quite figure it out. I'm going to need a, uh, what's the thing where you push the little, push the uh, little balls around on the on the scale. I can't, I can't remember. What that I'm going to need one of those things. Okay, I got to figure it out. Where's my supercomputer? Where's my calculator? Can't figure it out. Who's governor of California? Who wants to be president? Who do they need to replace Joe Biden? I don't know. Why would they file all these charges in California? And why are they filing them now? Hunter Biden's been a tax criminal for a long time. For a long time. But they're filing them right at the eve of an election cycle 
right when Joe Biden is the most vulnerable based on the polls that we'll get to in just a moment. And it does make you wonder. It does make you think. Byron Donalds, one of our favorite members of Congress, was thinking, and he had this to say about Hunter Biden's tax charges. So in terms of that deposition behind closed doors scheduled for Thursday, do these new charges, this indictment against Hunter Biden, does that mean that he won't show up on Thursday to go under oath for you and your colleagues? Well, listen, he's been threatening not to go under oath for weeks now. So the fact that he's now been indicted should not encumber our ability in the House to be able to have Number one, a closed door session first to have written, have written testimony under oath and then for him to be able to move towards an open hearing. But what Hunter Biden wants to do is to use the open hearing uh, aspects of congressional hearings to put on a show, to put on a spectacle without actually having a deposition of his words under oath before he reaches an open session. So we're not going to let that happen. He needs to sit for the for the closed door deposition first. Every witness we bring to Capitol Hill has to do the same thing. He is no. No different. Ladies and gentlemen, I've uh, been told by my executive producer that it is called an abacus and that I'm stupid. And I should know these things, but I don't because, well, I didn't use abacuses in school. Did you? I'm not sure. Rolls Royce is over here saying, this was before my time. <laughs> like, I don't know when abacuses went out of style. Maybe they have it. I've been told this. I need an abacus, okay, to do all the math. To figure out why why would the state run by Gavin Newsom uh, be charging Joe Biden and his son? Hmm, interesting. Byron Donald says this, this is a tactic, and they ain't gonna let this slip. Really interesting stuff because if you read the actual charging documents, hot damn man, the gloves are off on the Biden. I mean, I don't know unless I'm missing something here. The gloves seem like they're finally off with the Bidens. The charging documents are brutal. I mean, Hunter Biden's such a scumbag. He he was like lying to the mother of his children, being like, I can't afford alimony. Meanwhile, he's spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on hookers. And he's saying, I can't afford I can't afford alimony for our children. Oh, there's no more money left. Hundreds of thousands of dollars on hookers. Uh, in the year 2019, the year that Joe Biden announced he's running for president. Hunter Biden spent $300,000 on hookers. It's 2019 or 2018. That's like the median price of a home in America. That's how much Hunter Biden was spending on like, on like buying women. Remember the party of women. Got it. Also, how many of them were sex trafficked? How, many, how, many, how much of this was was trafficking from like Ukraine or Mexican cartels or whatever? Those are those are some interesting questions. Those are some important questions. Maybe someday we'll have the balls to ask them. If Hunter Biden doesn't show up for his deposition, which is supposed to be tomorrow, Byron Donalds, who could ask him about the sex trafficking, I really hope so. Marjorie Taylor Greene certainly has been on that case. Byron Donalds says that they will hold Hunter Biden in contempt. This is exactly what they did with Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is facing a couple months in jail over a contempt charge from Congress. Let's go. Committee Chairman James Comer, as well as uh, Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, uh, say that they will hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress if he does not uh, deliver and come through on Thursday for that closed-door testimony. What does that mean exactly, contempt of Congress? So is he really going to be afraid of that? Uh, well, first of all, that is absolutely what should happen. He should be held in contempt if he ignores a congressional subpoena. That's number one. Number two, uh, look, this guy, Hunter Biden, he thinks nothing can touch him because his daddy's been protecting him for years right now. We under, as we, what we understand right now, Maria, is, is that if it wasn't for a federal judge actually looking at the first plea deal that David Weiss put together when he wasn't a special counsel, by the way, that plea deal was a joke. They were going to hide all these tax charges under this, under this gun charge, which by the way, didn't even follow through with what it needed to do. They were going to hide the Farrah violations under the gun charge. And so the only reason this is coming forward is because of House Republicans continuing this investigation. If Hunter Biden thinks he's going to run and hide now because his last name is Biden and his daddy is president, he's got another thing coming. So we've been banging the drum on them finally filing charges against Hunter Biden. This is not because suddenly the better angels of the federal government decided that they would be moral and just and treat everyone equally. There's something at play here. And I want to be smart and I want this audience to be smart. We owe it to you to try and discern why are they doing this right now to Hunter Biden? Now, the quick takeaway 
is that you charge him with everything. You get Joe Biden to pardon him. And then Joe Biden drops out. Who thinks that this is going to happen? Joe Biden drops out and says, I would never be a president. I could never run for president uh, because of criminals in my family and because of federal charges, right? I won't do that to the country. I'm a better man. And then he looks over at Donald Trump and says, every presidential candidate that's facing federal charges should drop out. That I, I believe that that has a high probability of happening. Byron Donald's there saying that what may be happening here is they're trying to protect Hunter Biden. He's saying effectively that Hunter Biden is facing these rounds of indictments and that this is supposed to stop the depositions from the House that they're actually scared of. But they're finally dropping the shoe on Hunter Biden in order to get the House to back off. The timing is suspect, says Byron Donalds. Let's take a step back. His attorney said that the reason he's in, uh, got indicted is because his last name is Biden. No, the only reason that took so long for him to get indicted is because his last name is Biden and House Republicans uncovered the web of corruption around the Bidens that the feds were trying to hide. Moving over to the Federalist, let's be clear, this is about Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden. When James Comer, wa uh, when James Comer, wandered on CNN why special counsel David Weiss had indicted Hunter Biden on nine tax-related charges to protect him from having to be deposed. The House Oversight Committee, Jake Tapper, snarkily responded, yes, that's a classic rubric. They indicted him to protect him. Got it. Jake Tapper, such a bootlicking lackey for the regime. If he is saying things like that, you know there's something at play here. I want to be smart. I don't want to take the red meat right? They throw you this red meat. Look, we've set up a special counsel on Joe Biden and classified documents. Aren't you happy, Republicans? No, we're not happy. Until you put him in prison for the crimes, we're not happy. Like, they do these kind of things as a smokescreen to get us all to slobber over the piece of red meat that's in our bowl. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're going to be smart. Here we go. From the Federalist, yes, indicting a person on lesser charges can often protect him from serious ones. It happens all the time. In this case, though, him isn't Hunter, it's Joe. Weiss failed to indict Hunter for failing to register as a foreign agent or failing to pay taxes on the millions that flowed from those arrangements. Why? Probably because any investigation into Hunter's $70 million foreign influence peddling business, which Weiss had scru scrupulously avoided, leads to the president of the United States. Answering a lot of awkward queries is his connection to Hunter Biden and his disreputable business and their authoritarian regime clients. There is no Hunter Biden case without Joe. There is no Biden Inc. without Joe Biden. You've seen plenty about Hunter Biden's moral character, and you can see it in these charges. This man is a sick, perverted, degenerate, womanizer, abuser, demonically possessed, creepy individual. Again, you see him openly lying to the mother of his children, trying to not pay alimony while he's spending an entire mortgage on hookers. Hunter's laptop a 30-year mortgage, not an annualized payment, a 30-year mortgage on hookers. Again, I think we have the chart, right? Where it like breaks down the amount that Hunter spent on hookers. Meanwhile, he's lying to the mother of his children. I can't afford any money for my kids. They're a sick family. Hunter's laptop, one the that the New York Post got his hands on. Tapper and others attempted to cover it up. It was crammed with texts and emails from the son referencing his dad's role in securing the payments and tax cuts from the business. None of that is mentioned in the numerous witnesses that have come forward to contend that the big guy has played part in the outfit or checks that ended up being written to Joe or a genuine investigation into the 20 plus shell companies that James Biden, Joe's brother, ran under Joe's command. Weiss conveniently allowed some of these interactions and infractions to pass the statute of limitations, but some have not. Hunter pulled in a million dollars a year from Burisma in 2017 while Joe was forging American policy in the nation, Ukraine. It's a weird happenstance, the massive conflict of interest and the setting of vice president's uh, son. Oh, and this is so, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful how this all worked. I got it. I got it. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden hooker payments, not seasonally adjusted. <laughs> 300. Can we make that a little bigger? $385,000. In the year that Joe Biden was planning his presidential run. That's how much Hunter Biden spent in hookers. It's almost like he knew he couldn't do it when daddy was running for president. The other thing that was very interesting about this filing, there's a lot of really sick stuff in this charge against Hunter Biden, is that Burisma 
paid Hunter Biden a million dollars a year when Joe was VP. Then when Trump got into office, they cut that in half. As soon as Trump's, as soon as Trump's sworn in, they cut it in half to $500,000 and then they reduce it to $0 by 2019. How much of a smoking gun do you need? We're coughing because the gun is smoking so much in the room. God, it's so corrupt. It's so corrupt. It really does make your blood boil. And then you have these, you have these clips, these flashback clips of Joe Biden doing this little thing with the camera. Being like, there's not a there's not a single bit of evidence against my son that my son is corrupt. This is all you need to know what to, to sick liars these people are. Remember, the first sin was a lie. The first sin on earth was a lie. Eat of the knowledge of good and evil, eat the apple. It's a lie. This is the first sin, the original sin was lying. It'll make you really smart. You'll be like God. Don't trust liars. When people lie to you, they disrespect you. When people lie to you about little things, they'll lie to you about big things. This seems like a really big thing that Joe Biden was lying about, especially since he knew that it's all, all of this, all of this was true. Kids' laptop, the business deals. Watch this clip, it'll make your skin crawl. So you think that everything that happened was kosher? You know there's not one single bit of evidence not one little tiny bit to suggest anything done was wrong. You know that, but you keep asking me these questions. It's okay. He, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing what you have to do, but I'm not worried about it. Look, the American public knows me. Oh, okay. Well, the American public knows me. What Joe Biden is saying there effectively is that there is a super state that has been created around him, like a phalanx using the corporate press and our intelligence agencies that effectively use Joe Biden as a Muppet and they protect him at all costs. So why are they going after him now? This is not because they found their better angels. And I have to check myself because when this when these charges first hit, I was like, boom, clapping. But I got to like step back and say, what's really happening here? Trump appointed judge will oversee Hunter Biden's tax evasion case. Uh-oh. First son faces 17 years in jail for uh for four-year, $1.4 million tax evasion scheme and accused of spending millions on drugs, hookers, and fast cars. Instead, the um, the charges are pretty brutal, okay? Um, I got to tell you, like reading, like reading the document, they went hard against Hunter Biden. And now they're putting it in front of a judge named Mark Skaskarsi, who's appointed by Trump. They're forcing Joe out. I mean, that's part of this, at the very least. They're for forcing Joe out and they have uh, an ace in the hole because what they have is these massive federal charges that are far worse than the tax charges called FARA charges, Foreign Agent Registration Act. That would essentially mean that the entire Biden family name is destroyed forever. Right. So once you get once you catch a FARA charge, once you're seen as a foreign agent of another country, which is, of course, what the Bidens were of multiple countries, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia, China. Once you're seen as a foreign agent, once you violate that, then your entire then your your family is destroyed. Then you have nothing left. You have no future, right? This is the case that they really don't want to catch, and this is what the government's holding over their heads. Drop out, Joe. Drop out, Joe. Otherwise, we got Farah around the corner. It's not far away. Okay, go. Now you mentioned there could be more charges. What makes you think that? It's just my reading of of the document in in the first page. I think the language is uh, that they describe him as a lobbyist. Lobbyists have to register under what's called FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, which is a government way of saying that if you're working on behalf of foreign interests, you have to tell the U.S. government. In this case, the indictment spends a lot of time talking about Hunter Biden's business deals with the Ukraine energy firm Burisma. It also talks about his work with a Chinese energy firm, CEFC, and it also talks about his work with Romania. And that, to me, seems to leave the door open to potential fear of violations. I also would add that there has been some reporting subpoenas have been issued for his uh, his business partner, the president's uh, brother, James Biden. And that would go to the idea of a fair, you know, working together, yeah. lobbying on behalf of foreign interests. Now, we say all of that, but their position has been that they 
he he accepts responsibility for this this period in his life, but yeah. they've in no way admitted that they have been lobbying on behalf of those entities. Right. Am I saying it wrong? They're saying Farah. I say Farah. Potato, potato. It's the same thing. The Bidens are corrupt and deserve to be impeached. That is exactly what members of Congress are saying. Byron Donald saying the impeachment articles are already being drafted, saying that they got him. They got the case. Now, they should impeach him. The, ta the tactical thing to do here would be to impeach Joe Biden, knowing that the Senate would never convict. Then you got you to do the thing. Remember what they did? Remember what they did when they did the impeachment of Donald Trump? We're like, they like walk the articles over. <laughs> it's like it's like over dramatic, overly dramatic thing where they're they're all like macabre and they're walking the articles through the Senate, through the House, right? And they march them over to the Senate. Hope Republicans don't do that. But they should file an article. They should do the impeachment articles. They should. Apparently they got them all lined up already. How are they going to do this when they only have like a two-seat majority? I don't know, but here's hoping. Where do you see this going, Congressman? Well, what I see happening is that over the next month or two, we're going to finish our investigation. I do believe at that point it's going to be crystal clear that there are articles of impeachment that should be drafted for Joe Biden. Because, number one, he accepted bribes through his family from foreign nations, especially China and others. Number two, he knew that his brother and his son were violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act. I believe he's a co-conspirator in that. Because if you knowingly understand that your family's getting money from overseas and you don't tell them to register as foreign agents or foreign lobbyists or whatever, however you want to define it, that's a violation of federal law. So I believe that is a situation right there for the American people to see. Um, I believe that's enough to to draft articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. And I believe that is going to happen in the House of Representatives in the spring. So Byron Donald, smart man, uh, is saying, and he's on these committees, is saying in front of the show, is saying they already have the articles of impeachment drafted, right? These are formalities. And they're going to begin this trial uh, at the worst possible time for Joe Biden. Democrats know that they, that they have, they, they're in a really tough spot right now. They're not in a great spot right now. Uh, Joe Biden is being asked about this at the White House. Just that alone is enough to make them quite nervous that Joe Biden is going to have to continue to answer questions on the record about this inside a little hermetically sealed bubble that they got him in. Here's how it went when Joe Biden was asked about the charges against his son. President Biden on Ukraine and also China. Uh, there's polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost 70% of Americans, including 40% of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans at this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not. And it's just a bunch of lies. With many of their lies. business associates? I did not. There's what? lies. Well, exactly. There's lies. Do you think there is any Democrat who could defeat Donald Trump other than you? Probably 50 of them. You do believe that there are. I'm not the only one to read it, but I will defeat him. Who else do you think could? There are 50 people who could defeat Donald Trump. Oh, baby. We'll get to polling here in just one second. But let's start with the first part of that lie from Joe Biden at the White House. I never interacted with my kid. Okay, so I could play you no shortage of clips from experts, from Congress, Jim Jordan, James Comer. I got miles of them. But to make it more painful for Joe Biden, how about I play this? How about I play you a clip from CNN that says you're a liar? Liar! Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. 
We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. How, how do you like CNN, the CNN reporter saying effing White House? How do you like that? Man, when CNN cracks open the Hunter Biden laptop and starts reading it on air, starts fact-checking Joe Biden, you know there's crisis. It's crisis inside the regime. Now, they're going to be voting. Uh, th this is what you're going to see in the news cycle. Republicans, hopefully, Republicans formalize the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, right? They have a vote, and the Republicans vote for it, and it moves forward, okay? So that's hopefully what you're going to see. Jim Jordan is, of course, our favorite little bulldog inside of the Congress, our favorite little grappler, the scrapper from the state of Ohio. And Jim Jordan explains why this is important. We want you to be smart. Jim Jordan is explaining why he must have this vote. Give Jim Jordan what he wants. Leave Jim Jordan alone. Give the man what he wants. And it's why we want to move forward with this impeachment inquiry vote where the full House goes on record. A majority of the House of Representatives says, yes, we're in official impeachment inquiry uh, phase of our oversight responsibilities because we think we'll be able to get additional emails better from the administration. We'll have a better chance of getting them if we have to go to court and we'll get to have in for depositions. These people we're talking with, we think they're going to come in, but they'll come in sooner. They'll come in faster if, in fact, we have an official okay, let vote me ask this. that on Wednesday. So there we go. It just gives them more teeth to clamp down. Ah, dog, got a bone, get a bite, got a bone. Bulldogs. Now, James Comer was on the show last week. James Jordan was on the show the week before. We will continue the drumbeat. We will be probably heading back up to Washington, D.C. Uh, to cover this, do live streams inside of congressional offices. We're out here. Man. We are out here. We're going to show you. We will show you the truth. And we'll bring on the people and we'll explain what's actually happening. Uh, we are truth seekers on this show. So you want to stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, you should stay tuned using your Patriot Mobile phone. Patriot Mobile is, of course, the cell phone company that we use on this program as we travel the country in the great wide nation that is such a wonderful place to live. We use Patriot Mobile and you should too. It is a company that believes in your values and believes in the values of freedom of speech. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny today and use the promo code Friday76 to get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Friday76, a free smartphone today. What a nice little Christmas gift. Ladies and gentlemen, go now. Uh, what a nice little Christmas gift to look at the polling across the nation. Holy moly. These polls are unbelievable. Trump beats Biden by 10 points in battleground Michigan and sees surge of support in residents who didn't vote in 2020. Remember, in that clip, Joe Biden told two lies. The first lie is that he never communicated with his son's business dealings. The second lie is that, oh, I, I'm going to beat Donald Trump and I know 50 other people that could beat Donald Trump. Really, Joe? Interesting. And interesting that he says that because, well, that does indeed seem like what they're trying to do here. Here's the real clear politics average. Again, it is astonishing. It would look jaw-dropping, jaw to be quite honest with you, uh, to see Donald Trump do that. Let me help you read this poll because we do this all day. Let me help you read this. What this means is that Donald Trump is gaining support. Joe Biden isn't necessarily losing a ton of support here. He's sort of like sticking along a median. There's going to be just this like rigid group of lobotomized people that like really like Joe Biden. Again, they clap like seals when Madonna says, let's blow up the White House. This is Donald Trump gaining new voters, gaining support, gobbling up new support, convincing people that life was better under Trump. It is a magnificent thing to see. And CNN is crying over it. Ladies and gentlemen, get out your salt shakers. Royce, let's get our salt shakers out. We got a clip of CNN weeping, crying on air. The salt, it must flow. The salt must flow. CNN on air, reading the latest polls of Donald Trump, which is the best polling that Donald Trump has ever had in his political career, which, by the way, has spanned decades because Donald Trump's been um, playing footsie with running for president since like the 80s. Oprah asked Donald Trump to run for president in the 80s. Oh, boy. Oprah. Are you happy about that now? 
Get out your salt shakers. Our salt, that lib, moment of the day, CNN sobbing on air, reading the latest polls. Five a.m. here in Washington, where we have new CNN poll numbers this morning in two critical battleground states. The news is not great for President Biden and his campaign. The numbers show Donald Trump leading in both Georgia and Michigan. In Georgia, a state Biden carried by a very narrow margin in 2020. Registered voters say they prefer Trump over Biden by five percent. In Michigan, which Trump won in 2016, but Biden carried in 2020, our poll now showing Trump 10 points up. Note that a full 10 percent of those polled in each state say that they wouldn't support either candidate. Trump's margin over Biden is significantly boosted in both states by people who say they did not vote in 2020. These less engaged voters favored Trump by 26 points in Georgia and 40 points in Michigan. 40 points, 40 points. Jeez. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Here's just a quick cruise through the headlines right now. Biden's 2024 re-election hopes look more bleak as another nationwide poll shows him losing to Robert Kennedy Jr., who's running as an independent. Holy smokes. Six in 10 Americans want a third choice. Holy cannoli. A new Reuters-Ipsos poll, like many other polls in the past month, found Donald Trump in the lead, showing even more worrisome for Democrats as polls show independent candidate Robert F. Kennedy takes votes away from Biden. Hot diggity damn. New poll shows Trump beating Biden in 2024 with cash-strapped voters feeling hurt by Joe Biden's policies, concerned that the 81-year-old's capacity to hold office is dwindling Uh, Yep. Donald Trump could beat Joe Biden in next year's presidential race. New poll uh, suggests President Biden's approval ratings has sagged, leaving him four points behind former President Trump in the new Wall Street Journal survey. Uh, The hypothetical uh, ballot match has Trump at 47 percent and Joe Biden at 43. Again, it is shocking to see these are the suppression polls. The, The and I know I say it a lot, but suppression poll is you. You're, you what would happen if you pick up your phone and it's like, "Hi, I'm from CNN. Can you please tell me your deepest, darkest secrets? Would you answer honestly? <laughs> no, you're click right. You said no, like right, fake news. Click. That's what I mean by suppression polls. The polls polling is broken because the media is broken, and we no longer trust the media, and people don't tell them the truth. So these polls over-index Democrats, and Joe Biden is still losing in a landslide. Trump's Iowa lead grows to largest ever. The Iowa caucuses are when? ALX? Like in four weeks? Like it's not, not far away. Iowa lead grows to largest ever. He hits 51% of support. DeSantis trails by 32 points just five weeks until caucuses. Well, I should have just kept reading the headline. Would have worked perfectly. Ladies and gentlemen, big headlines out today. Media matters, hardest hit. There is a incredible new Headline out from the great state of Missouri, one of our favorite attorney generals in this great country, Attorney General Andrew Bailey. Breaking news, we have reason to believe that Media Matters used fraud to solicit donations from Missourians in order to bully advertisers into pulling out of X, the last platform dedicated to free speech in America. We have launched an official investigation into Media Matters. The Attorney General continues his rampage in this great state of Missouri for free speech and for accountability inside of government. This was the headline all day yesterday. Attorney General Andrew Bailey of Missouri joins the program now. Mr. Attorney General, thank you so much for being on the program again. Please explain what your announcement uh, will be doing to Media Matters and uh, what what will where will this investigation lead? Well, thanks for having me on and covering this really important story. Let me start by saying I believe in the right to free speech as a foundational principle of our republic. And that that right to free speech is under attack by radical progressive tyrants who will lie cheat and steal to take that freedom away from Americans. And what we see here, the allegation is that Media Matters, a radical progressive advocacy group, has solicited 
contributions, donations from Missourians in a scheme to defraud advertisers on Twitter to get those advertisers to pull out of Twitter in an attempt to emphasize controversial speech and bully Twitter and its advertisers in order to not only rip off Missourians, but to destroy the last platform dedicated to free speech in America. So we've launched an investigation. If Media Matters didn't like the speech on, on X, they should have offered counter speech, not rip off Missourians and attempt to manipulate the marketplace and shut down the last platform dedicated to free speech. Now, when you say manipulate Missourians, can you unpack that, please? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's concern here, really three concerns. Number one, we know Media Matters is built on lies. Again, this is a radical progressive advocacy group that is masquerading as a news organization. No one should buy that. But the, the lie, the alleged lies here are that, number one, they solicited donations from Missourians in a fraudulent scheme to take that money and then convert it into a co coordinated market manipulative attack on Twitter. But then secondly, that the the manipulations of the algorithms on Twitter themselves are in fact lies. The whole goal for me Media Matters was to juxtapose controversial speech next to images of these at major advertisers in order to bully those advertisers into pulling out of Twitter so that Twitter, excuse me, X would collapse. We cannot let that happen. We've got to protect Missourians and all Americans' right to free speech. Can you uh, unpack how the manipulation uh, your office perceives this manipulation to have occurred via Media Matters. Yeah, certainly. Well, we know from uh, the Elon Musk's lawsuit uh, that was filed against Media Matters that Media Matters is alleged to have used at least four independent and unique steps to manipulate the feeds in order to juxtapose these images. And in one instance, uh, there are over 500 million users on Twitter. Uh, and so in one instance, the odds of the images occurring next to the advertisers was only two out of 500 million. Now let's put that in context for a second. The odds of winning the Powerball just recently were like one in 292 million. So the odds were even <laughs> less favorable that you would ever see this controversial speech next, next to these advertisers. So clearly the four steps that Media Matters took, and by the way, it was four steps, but one of the steps they had to take an endless number of times in order to contrive and stage this uh, fraudulent scheme to juxtapose these images. So in fact, it was not Twitter who was pushing controversial speech. It was Media Matters pushing controversial speech. Why would they do that? The only explanation can be because they wanted to manipulate the marketplace and drive these advertisers away from Twitter in a coordinated attack because they don't like Twitter because they can't control it. Yes. And by the way, you name dropped Elon Musk. Elon Musk recently on a space was speaking about his lawsuit against Media Matters. Uh, I guess we'll let the man speak for himself. I'd like to get your reaction to this. It is an evil propaganda machine. Um, so I, I just generally uh, am against evil propaganda machines. And uh, so we are suing them in every country that they operate. And we'll, we will pursue not just the organization, but anyone funding that organization. I want to be clear about that. Anyone funding that organization uh, will be, we will pursue them. Um, so uh, Media Matters is an evil propaganda machine. Um, they can go to hell. Uh, they can go to hell. Evil propaganda machine, Mr. Attorney General. Uh, has your? Do you think your findings will substantiate this? Yeah, we believe so. Look, again, there are grave concerns here about how Media Matters was soliciting funds from everyday Missourians. How, how did they tell these Missourians that those funds would be used? Again, this is a radical progressive group that's an advocacy group, not a news organization. And when people in Missouri were sending their money to Media Matters, did they know that it would be used in a, in a, a conspiracy to manipulate the marketplace to attack advertisers on Twitter? And if not, then we've got a real problem here. And again, state statute protects Missourians from that kind of fraudulent scheme. And we're enforce state law, but it, the net result is, is a benefit to all Americans if we can protect the last platform dedicated to free speech in America. I, you, and you've covered this issue uh, you know, throughout your, your time, but I want to just point out there are really three strategic fronts in the fight for the soul of America today. Number one, the weaponization of government, where we see Biden and his cronies weaponizing the apparatus of government to go after political opponents like President Donald Trump. That's unfair. It's not right. It undermines the rule of law, and it runs afoul of the founding principles of this nation. Number two, the border. If we don't have a border, we don't have a country. President Biden has flown open the, flung open the border to allow anyone in, and it's an invasion of our country at this point, and it's making Missouri communities less safe. But finally, number three, the last strategic front in the war for America's soul is the right to free speech. Are we going to be allowed to say, think, and hear what we please? Are we going to be bullied by progressive, radical tyrants who want to take that freedom away from us? This is a new front in the in the war for free speech. And Missouri was first out of the gate and proud to be leading this fight. Yes, indeed. Uh, I 
suppose I, I do have a final follow-up here, and it is a question I've asked before, because you because you listen to the base, the voters, the audience on this show, and you've been on multiple times, and the audience loves you, the, you listen to what the Republican voters want, which is accountability, right? Which is not cruelty or targeting, but accountability for evil and yeah. accountability for crimes. Yeah. And then the persecution of those crimes, the prosecution of those crimes, not persecution, in order to find a just result. And that that will then stop criminals. If you lock up a couple people, it stops criminals from continuing that process. If Donald Trump locked up Hillary Clinton because you'd be in jail like that would have probably stopped quite a few shenanigans that occurred during the Trump administration. I certainly believe that what I'm trying to ask here is why are not more attorney generals, Republican attorney generals, and there's got to be uh, uh, dozens of them around the country. There are dozens of them around the country. Why are they not pursuing this as well? Uh, can, do you encourage, do you call on your fellow Republican attorney generals to grow a spine and a ball, a set of balls, and to actually go forth and to prosecute evil? Yeah, I think it's imperative that uh, state attorneys general, especially like-minded attorneys general, join me in this in this fight for the soul of America, the right to preserve free speech, a foundational principle of our republic. I would say that for far too long, conservative leaders have complained about this very issue, that we're being canceled, that the politically correct culture yes. is silencing our voices, that, yes. that we're being labeled as hate mongers for just speaking opinions. And at the end of the day, uh, the First Amendment has to mean something. And, and, and here in Missouri, we're taking action. This is the show me state. People demand results and results matter. And so we are putting lead on target and taking the fight to the enemies of freedom. And we're going to continue to protect Missourians and use the tools in our arsenal, state statute applied appropriately as a means of accomplishing that objective. And I would encourage uh, all state attorneys general to do the same. Yes. You defrauded Missourians. So here, we're, like now we're going to investigate you. Like, th like this is the stop, stop it with the performative, the performative muling. We're being canceled. The corporate media won't report on it. Like, well, OK, build your own corporate media. So it's sue stop, like stop just allowing this to happen stop just like sitting around like a like a like like a poor dog and like allowing somebody to hit you like fight back and we're honored that you do so thank you mr attorney general godspeed hey thank you for having me on all the best to you godspeed and merry christmas godspeed and merry christmas sir and he starts saying Merry Christmas. We're going to say Merry Christmas again. One of my favorite, one of my absolute favorite all-time things that Donald Trump did. Uh, it seems like a small thing. It didn't have any policy, in, 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 like hard policy implications, I guess. But it had big-time cultural implications. Donald Trump saying, we're going to say Merry Christmas again. We're going to say Merry Christmas again. We've gotten eight years of happy holidays. And now we're going to say Merry Christmas. Was that photo of Donald Trump pointing at the Merry Christmas, the big red Merry Christmas sign? Yeah, baby. Can we put that one up? That's a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, on Christmas, on the first Christmas, uh, the Christ child was delivered some presents. One of them was gold because even more than 2,000 years ago, gold had intrinsic value. It still has value today, and you should consider investing with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Just diversifying a little bit, not investment advice, but like, come on, you got to diversify. That's the name of the game. Precious metals are skyrocketing right now because people aren't buying what the Fed is selling. Allegiance Gold is the place you should go. Allegiance Gold, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you prefer physical gold, silver, or simply just to protect your IRA or 401k, you can trust the professionals at Allegiance Gold. I certainly do. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Go to Allegiance Gold now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do we have the photo of Donald Trump pointing at Pointing at Mary Chris. There it is. Okay. <laughs> it's one of my, my all-time, one of my all-time favorites. Yes. Yes. We say, we say Merry Chris. Hey, hey, communist. We say Merry Christmas. Somebody who's uh like like some little gremlin who's gobbling, like who's begging for more gold, more American gold, uh, into his failed war effort is Zelensky. You're going to see a lot of headlines today about Zelensky begging for $44 billion in U.S. slush fund corruption so that he can uh, retire in the Azores on a private island after losing this war. It is a humiliation. We will, of course, be asking Tucker Carlson tonight 
about this. Tucker Carlson, one of the few truth tellers about what was actually going on in Ukraine. Uh, call your representatives, say no more money to Ukraine. Uh, the Republicans, uh, rhino Republicans are trying to be like, we'll tie it to border funding. They suddenly care about the border, right? Now, now that you're, we're threatening their precious uh, Ukraine money. Now they suddenly care about the border. Republicans haven't done jack for the southern border. And now that Ukraine money is on the line, oh, but the border, yes, we care. Shut up. Not another penny for Ukraine. Not now, not ever. Not now, not ever. The entire thing was simply a bailout for our professional political class. It was all a fraud. Uh, Ukraine lost, has lost the war. Um, and the, like now Zelensky is suing for peace in Switzerland. So at the World Economic Forum, <laughs> of course, <laughs> globalism is collapsing. And we're here for it. We're going to help take a sledgehammer to these uh, monsters tonight again on X live on Spaces. You will see it at the top of your feed. If you don't know how to just just open up your app and you'll see it right there at the very top. We'll have Tucker Carlson tonight. Your boy Benny will be asking questions live. We're going to uh, we're going to steer the conversation uh, towards what the brigade wants to talk about. So if you are a member of the Benny Brigade, I, I beg of you. Go to BennyJohnson.com and go to your brigade profile and send us questions today. We will look through them. What do you want to have answered by Tucker Carlson? What do you want Tucker Carlson to answer? What, like, what is the point of, of what we're doing here? The point of what we're doing here is to be a vector of power for you, is to have, have power, to give you power and a say in what's going on. This is not a, this is not a linear like terrestrial one-way conversation. We put your comments up on screen during the show. We're going to do a lot more of that. And we also take your questions and then ask powerful people your questions. Please join the brigade today to support us, to keep us free, to keep this show independent so that we can book whoever we want, ask whatever questions we want. Um, it's like critically important, quite frankly, um, in a world of, of cancellation and censorship uh, to have this. And to have the brigade uh, at our backs, and we just got to say Merry Christmas to you. We love you. We thank you. The brigade is just such such an such such an incredible such an incredible uh, group of patriots. We will be uh, taking uh, we will be taking your questions today for Tucker Carlson, and we will surface them tonight when we have Tucker Carlson uh, live up, and then we'll have uh, more reporting in the morning about. What happened during uh, the space? We think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a wild one again. Some very, very special guests, and we have something very special for you at the very end of the show here, which is our first of the day as ever. First Corinthians sixteen thirteen. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. We feel strong right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we fight and as we win and as we stand victorious, upright as God designed us. We march forward. It's your boy, Benny. Thanks for watching. See ya.